1: Tonight, Scar Jo sues Disney. Our
2: family was never real.
3: The bombshell Black Widow battle over streaming. How it could be a
4: Hollywood game changer.
1: My greatest accomplishment on this film was being
2: able
4: to executive produce it. Disney went scorched earth on her.
3: Plus, Amanda Knox blasts Matt Damon's new movie. The truth matters. Why she says his film ripped off her life story. Kind of uses that as a jumping off point. Then, stars in mental health. From Simone Biles' latest Olympic set back to britney's celebrity support system
5: i understand where she's coming from and how she feels
3: and it's all gucci for lady gaga bravo her all-star movie the wild transformations jared leto is that you i love a good challenge et starts now One of the biggest movie stars in the world is going to battle with one of the biggest companies on the planet, and it all has to do with streaming. Welcome, everyone, to the London West Hollywood.
2: Uh, Kev, this is huge, and I think a sign of how streaming has drastically changed the movie business. And do not mess with Black Widow. Scarlett Johansson fighting mad against Disney, and she has taken legal action. (laughs) Oh, I kicked some ass. (laughs) In court documents obtained by E.T., Scarlett claims she lost more than $50 million because Disney released Black Widow on its streaming service and in theaters at the same time. Her suit alleges that her salary was tied to what it would have made at the box office.
4: If this case goes on, you're going to see a lot of dirty laundry aired on both sides. Wall Street
2: Journal reporter Joe Flinch broke the story. He told us public battles like this are rare.
4: Most of the time, these feuds are settled behind closed doors. In this case, Scarlett has fired a shot across Disney's bow.
1: We have to go back to where it all started. So they never do that to anyone again.
4: She feels that her contract should have been renegotiated when Disney made the move to put the movie on Disney+.
2: Disney's response was blunt.
4: Disney went scorched earth on her.
2: The company said Scarlett's lawsuit has no merit, and they went on to call it sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the pandemic.
4: And Disney went so far as to even put how much money she's made on the movie to date, which is around $20 million. This morning, Scarlett Johansson's agent put out a very strong statement criticizing Disney for releasing her salary.
2: So did streaming really cost ScarJo 50 million? Well, consider this. Like Scarlett, Sandra Bullock is said to have been paid $20 million to star in Gravity. The profits from the film reportedly led to her getting an additional 50 million, bringing her total to $70 million.
3: I have a bad feeling about this mission.
2: (laughs) And Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. had a similar back-end deal. He reportedly made 75 million total on Avengers Endgame. Iron Man. It remains to be seen how this will affect audiences, but another factor, Scarlett's a trailblazer in the franchise.
5: Are you officially like the first Avenger
2: slash producer of the bunch on their of their own standalone film?
1: Yes. Come on, sure. come on. That actually in many ways was my greatest accomplishment on this film
2: uh, was being able to executive produce it.
4: Movie stars have agents and lawyers for the heavy lifting and the dirty work. And this is a contract dispute, plain and simple. Moving on to another movie controversy, Matt Damon's new
3: drama Stillwater is coming under fire. I'm trying to get my little girl out of jail. That's all I give a damn about. The film is inspired by the Amanda Knox story and now Knox is speaking out, accusing Damon and director Tom McCarthy of profiting off her name without her consent.
2: The reason why I think reclaiming your narrative is so important, is because it's about truth. The truth matters.
3: Matt, how closely did you follow the Amanda Knox trial and all the stuff that's happened to her since then?
1: Actually, not too closely. Like, and and uh, this movie kind of uses
3: that as a jumping-off point. In 44 consecutive tweets, Knox, who was wrongfully convicted twice, and then exonerated by an Italian court of killing her roommate in 2007, lashed out, saying the film is fictionalizing away my innocence, my total lack of involvement.
1: I think what Tom, our director, really was interested in is like, what happens after Mm. all the cameras go away and what happens to that family? What if the father was a roughneck from Oklahoma?
0: It's ultimately a character story
1: about Bill Baker who
0: Matt Damon plays and his growth, and I think the end of the movie reflects that.
3: Abigail Breslin plays Matt's accused daughter in the movie that hits theaters today.
1: Everybody thinks that I killed her. I got to have one of the guards kind of walk me through what it would be like in my cell. I mean, I think for anybody who's in there, it's very isolating um, and I can't even imagine what it would be like to be in there and not have done the crime that you're accused of doing.
2: Also making some news, Lady Gaga. She turned heads in some impossibly high heels. Luckily, she didn't turn an ankle. But wait until you see Gaga in House of Gucci.
1: Can we keep a secret? Father, son, and house of Gucci.
2: From the accent to the killer fashion. I mean, after all, the movie is about a murder. It's time to take out the trash. Lady Gaga goes all in for her role playing the real-life Patrizia Reggiani in House of Gucci. It hits theaters November 24th. Oh, bravo. In 1995, she hired a hitman to kill her ex-husband, Gucci fashion house head Maurizio Gucci, played by Adam Driver.
1: They're my family. So am
2: she served 16 years in prison and earned the nickname Black Widow. The film also stars Selma Hayek, who, interestingly, is married in real life to Gucci's current billionaire owner, Francois-Henri Pinot. But the biggest transformation?
4: You picked a real firecracker. She's a handful.
2: That older and balder character, Paolo Gucci, is actually Jared Leto.
4: You need to dress the pot.
2: But that double chin—it's all prosthetics, not actual weight gain. Kevin spoke to a chiseled Leto during production in Italy. What
3: can you tell us about the character?
0: Yeah, I, I, I guess we should say that I'm in I'm in Rome. Now, um, with just this cast that I, I'm alone away to be a part of, I mean, there's Lady Gaga, or as I uh, call her, Lady Gaga. And it's just a stellar cast, but it's the story of Gucci, which a lot of people, I didn't really even know. And I'm, I've worked closely with Gucci for many years now, but it's a wild one. Jared Leto
3: is just a chameleon. All right, let's head down to Nashville now and check in with Rachel Smith for more news. Hey, Rach.
5: Hey there, Kev. You know George and Amal Clooney are enjoying their time in Italy, too. Amid new reports, they're expecting baby number three.
1: I was up for one, <laughs> but I'm so glad they have each other, you know.
5: Is the 60-year-old giving his kids another sibling? One report claims Amal, who is 43, is past her first trimester, and the Clooneys have already told close friends.
1: You're yeah, a little like... Tony Randall having kids, you know.
5: Yeah, not so fast. A rep for George tells ET, stories saying that Amal Clooney is pregnant are not true. The couple is, however, helping local residents and businesses recover from disastrous flooding near their Lake Como home. This
1: town has been here forever and it's gonna continue and it'll be stronger and come back better.
5: Now to Tokyo for new insight into why Simone Biles withdrew from the Olympics. Ah! That's a frustrated Simone in now-deleted post, falling to the mat after getting the twisties, a gymnastics term for losing your place midair. We can tell that she gets lost in the air. She is twisting here. We saw the twisties in action right before the four-time gold medalist dropped out of team competition. In gymnastics, you could really, really injure yourself if you lose focus as of now biles is still scheduled to compete in sunday's uneven bars competition part of four upcoming events simone explains that the twisties usually last two or more weeks and finally an update from britney's medical team as Spears continues to post topless images, co-conservator Jody Montgomery claims Britney's medical team also wants the pop star's dad removed from the conservatorship. In just filed court documents obtained by ET, Montgomery testifies that Jamie Spears should not continue because it's not in the best interest of Britney, and that Spears' medical team agrees. <laughs> Miley Cyrus was all about Team Brit singing SMS Bangers, her 2013 collab with Spears, on stage at Lollapalooza last night. She also flashed Free Britney on the screens along with images of handcuffs.
3: What is your take on the Free Britney
5: movement? Godmother Dolly Parton was showing support to last night on Watch What Happens Live. I only wish her the best, and I understand all those crazy things. I went through a lot of that myself through a big lawsuit in my early days so I understand where she's coming from and how she feels so I hope that all turns out the way that it should there are so many people right now in Britney's corner meanwhile there is no love lost between these two love is blind co-stars little snakey snake trying to slither her way in there we heard from Amber now it's Jessica's turn to speak how her peace offering backfired. Most awkward moment of my entire life. Plus, Grammy winner Eve goes home, where she used to stir up trouble. I had disciplinary issues.
1: And... Hi, I'm Kurt Loder with an MTV News Brief.
5: The faces that put MTV on the map share untold stories from the network's beginning. You never knew what you were going to get.
3: Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
5: The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't
3: get any better than this.
5: favorite guilty pleasures of the pandemic was Love is Blind. Now the cast is back together for some special episodes and Jessica's telling her side of the story and how she's tried to clear the air with Amber and Matt.
4: She asked me if it was okay if she gave us a gift. No. And I said, I
5: don't want it. Oh, that's incredibly awkward. Honey, the drama with you, Amber, Matt, obviously I knew they're not my biggest fans little snakey-snake trying to slither her way in there. It was on my heart to approach them and, you know, let them know that, hey, so much time has passed. I'm happy for y'all. And I didn't expect this probably most awkward moment of my entire life. It was quite embarrassing. Have you tried to reach out to them? And They've blocked me on social media, so I don't have a way to really get to them. If you could say anything to Amber and Matt now, what would you say to them? I really don't have anything negative to say to them. Um, Hopefully they can come to a place where they can recognize that I do exist in this world. Actually, Jessica's been dating a new man, Dr. Ben McGrath, for the past year and a half. But even after the love is blind after the altar reunion happened, it's clear there's still bad blood. Her new boyfriend was
1: messaging my husband. That was just a really uncomfortable situation. So neither of them have moved on from us. Ben gets very protective over me. She posted something
5: about a toxic person with the trailer, and clearly she was talking about me. And he was really upset. He's like, I just wanted to problem solve, and I just wanted to fix this for you. He's been my biggest supporter every step of the way. Jessica, if she sees herself walking down the aisle to Dr. Ben, she said totally, but they're trying to take it day by day and not put too much pressure on themselves. Smart move, you two. All right, now we're catching up with your all-time favorite MTV faces.
3: I hope you're watching us in stereo.
5: Mark Goodman, Kurt Loader, Martha Quinn. Michael sent us all the beat it leather jacket. Where are they now as the music network turns 40 plus Exclusive with country star Kip Moore working out in Nashville. Post workout, guns be popping.
1: We're good.
3: Welcome back to E.T. at the London West Hollywood. You know, I remember when I was a kid being so excited to go visit my friend in Ohio because there you could get this cool new channel on cable called MTV. Meanwhile, back home in Maryland, we didn't have it. Well, this Sunday marks the 40th anniversary of the channel and we are flashing back with the famous faces who started it all. Britney Spears, everybody.
0: I like the MTV microphone. It makes everything very official.
1: I want my MTV. Hi, Kurt Loder with an MTV News
4: Brief. Well, Black culture is news. Uh, there's always something happening in Black culture. Ms. Suchin Park, what's up, girl?
5: Hi, hi, guys. Very exciting set today. All right. If you were an, a, a musical artist and you were on the stage at TRL or on MTV, that was it. We'll never have a bigger audience.
3: In 1981, the idea of music videos playing 24-7 was revolutionary. But MTV quickly became the place to be and be seen.
5: Everybody knew when you had a big star in the building. You know, we all got the internal memo. We were just <laughs> as excited as the audience yeah. member. So it was like, you know, Beyonce's you know, on floor six.
3: She sat down with Britney. She was 21 then. What do you remember about that interview?
5: There was always a vulnerability to her that felt both strong and fragile you always felt like leaving your number and being like call me like if you're just lonely you want to watch a movie
3: by the time sujin started at the network in 2001 it was already 20 years old i hope you're watching us in stereo that's mark goodman one of the original five vjs who launched the channel in august of 1981 sadly jj jackson passed away in 2004 from a heart attack but mark Alan Hunter, Nina Blackwood, and Martha Quinn are still all working at Sirius XM's 80s channel. Martha visited E.T. in 2009.
5: Yay! When Beat It first hit the air, it was so exciting. All the VJs got a present from Michael. Michael sent us all the Beat It leather jacket.
3: Kurt Loder joined the network in 1987. He's now 76, hosts a radio talk show, and writes film reviews. She's throwing her compacts at me. <laughs> For a generation of people, you are sixty minutes.
4: I remember when uh, when we started doing
3: MTV news.
4: Nobody thought it would work. They thought it
3: was stupid. They
4: thought we were stupid.
2: Listen, I think Kurt Loder was born cool.
3: Who from MTV do you still keep in touch with these days? Oh,
2: first of all, Sway. I mean,
3: who's <laughs> the greatest? Mm-hmm. Forget about mine. No, nah, he was just throwing me off the sliding. Other familiar faces who started their careers at MTV? The Voice host, Carson Daly, was with TRL until 2003. Lala Anthony gave us all the Real World and Road Rules reunion specials, and there was Vanessa Manillo, now Lachey. But how did landing the job at MTV change your life?
4: Well, it was a little more money. If you're gonna be on television, if you put a monkey on television, a monkey will be famous. It changes your life in that way.
3: So many iconic MTV moments, and oh my God, the VJs. Well, my personal favorite, I Dallas DeLeon. Come on now. All right, speaking of music, let's head back to Music City and Rachel Smith with another ET exclusive.
5: Yeah, thanks, Kev. Well, fans of country star Kip Moore know he is all about the good life on tour, but Kip confessed to me all that attention can sometimes trigger his ongoing battle with anxiety. <laughs>
3: I am a full-fledged introvert at heart. An introvert, having the most extroverted job in the world is tough. I'll have those moments where I can remember a specific one in 2019 after we were on an
4: amazing run and I had a complete, you know, kind of, almost a full-blown kind of anxiety attack in the back of the bus, just thinking about having to go be that guy again and having to turn on that thing.
5: That guy released his fourth studio album just two months into the pandemic, hoping it would bring people, quote, some kind of joy. The 41-year-old's been paying his band out of his own pocket while the music scene was shut down. How did the pandemic shutdown impact you?
4: I live very, very simple. I live (laughs) in a tiny little house, and money's never been my god. I made up my mind. There was a particular night where I was like, I'm going to stick in this thing, and I
1: might be in the hole drastically. But I'll still have a little bird's nest, and I'll move forward and I'll figure it
0: out.
5: Right now, Kip's working on another record. He also just released a new single, Good Luck. And he's gearing up for his The How High Tour, which kicks off October 14th. Kip says he stays in tour shape year round thanks to his intense workouts. So he showed me some moves at Get Fit Anytime in Nashville. I'm telling you, Kip. Mm-mm. <laughs> it ain't happening today! I'm
4: gonna take it off, I'm gonna take the training wheels off. You ready? Okay, let's
1: no, 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 get, get your dang foot up. Get your dang foot up, <laughs>
2: You're right? You're drill sergeant! All right, you
1: ready?
5: Come on, faster! Go, 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 go! What are you waiting for, Kip? (laughs) I cannot keep up with that man in the gym. He is an animal. But get this, before Kip started pursuing music, he also had a few regular jobs. He was a bartender, and he even sold phones at Radio Shack. Y'all remember that store? (laughs) All right. Well, coming up, Eve gives back. Your secret celebrity renovation primetime preview is next.
3: Hey, everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our E.T. podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com.
5: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
4: She actually made me go to Catholic school
3: because I was so, I had disciplinary issues. (laughs) It's Friday night. That means Secret Celebrity Renovation, hosted by our own Nichelle Turner. And this week, Eve goes home to Philly. It's on tonight on CBS.
2: Eve may be an amazing performer, but turns out her reno skills (laughs) need a lot of help.
3: Enjoy. Take care, everybody. Bye
4: Bye. So this is another first
1: for me. I have literally never painted, primed anything ever. Tell me a little bit about your mom. You know, my mom just puts everyone first. So
4: having a bigger kitchen with more counter space and more working space would be... Ideal.
2: And if we open that up to doors, that'll bring in more natural light to make the space feel more... Incredible. So she deserves this so much. Ridiculously.
0: Like, ridiculously. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus